Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. God bless Toby for that update and for calling Robbie Anderson Chosen Anderson with a straight face. I keep seeing everyone who's discussing Anderson being released. I guess he changed his name to Chosen. Cool. I've chosen to... Not talk about that anymore today. But hopefully he latches on somewhere else and, and catches some passes. That was my dude with the Jets at one point in time. Danny's out. What's up, Darius? I was going to say, I know we don't need wide receivers, but what if he ended up on our team and you had to call him Chosen Anderson? Why would I have to? Because he'd be on our team and that'd be his name on the depth chart. I would just call him Anderson. He'd be like LeBron to me. <laughs> be a one-name guy. I'd go, I, Mr. Anderson. That's what I would refer to him as. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I, I mean, could I not call him Robbie? Is that, would that be mean? Would that so, be bad? So Schefter tweeted it as chosen Robbie Anderson. Now, I don't know if he was doing that because he was trying to, you know, let people know that his name was changed and that this was Robbie Anderson, but now it's chosen. So I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's like a hyphenated name or it's beyond me. I think I'm just going to call him Mr. Anderson if I have to. But I'm going to keep my fingers crossed that doesn't happen. <laughs> Somehow, there's a lot of receivers out there. Let's figure out a way to fill out the roster otherwise. So we don't have to cross that bridge when it comes to it. I think I did the Meta World Peace thing, I'm sure. I definitely called Chad Ochocinco that. So maybe I would just have to eventually go with Chosen. But I would, I just, I would do it begrudgingly. Like kicking and screaming, starring Will Ferrell. I wouldn't be happy about it. But what am I supposed to do? You change your name to something wacky. I guess we just all have to do that now. Maybe I'll change my name. At Grant H. Paulson, if you have any ideas. All right, I want to get into the commanders and why everywhere I look, every hour of every day, I keep hearing about Lamar Jackson in Washington. When... For what it's worth, if you care at all, the head coach and the team president and the VP football ops and the grand poobah and the guy that runs the whole thing and the coach-centric, coach-centric, coach-centric guy, Ron Rivera, keeps saying that they're not in on Lamar Jackson. The people that cover the team are saying, yeah, I'm talking to people that tell me they're not going after Lamar Jackson. Field Yates of ESPN talked to somebody. He reported there was a short list of teams that definitely – don't make sense for Lamar Jackson. He put Washington on it for whatever reason. I don't know why. I don't know how we got here. That was something that was out there. But for every single one of the credible people that have come out and said, Washington is not a player in these sweepstakes, you keep hearing national folks link them to Jackson. And I just wonder why Washington is always that team. And I'm legitimately asking you this, and I will open up the phones for you right now on the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067. Why is it that when a star player is available, 
the Redskins, then the football team, now the Commanders, two names removed, and 20 years after all their spending sprees with Dan Snyder are still the club that gets linked to the player. Why does that happen? So I came up with a couple of possible ideas as to why people keep linking Washington to Lamar Jackson. The first thing I came up with is I just think people don't update their opinions. And generally speaking, I think people are unfunny. And so when you have a player that's available, that's a marquee talent, the first thing people do is they act like the Redskins football team commanders sign these guys all the time. Because the book, at one point in time correctly, based on the 2000 offseason 23 years ago, when Dan Snyder spent $100 million, was that the commanders are a team that gives out all this money. And don't get me wrong, there were many, many years after that where they did a lot of that, where they would fly around on what they called Redskins 1. Now it's Lady S, or I don't know, what are the name of his jets and, uh, that, that are tracked by Dan Snyder Yacht Tracker. But Dan would get up in the air, and he'd fly around, he'd land the plane, and he'd go get Albert Hainsworth, and he'd blow everyone's offers out of the water, and he'd spend $100 million on him. We're talking about 15 years ago, people. But you know this. People don't update their files. They don't update their opinions. You still think big money free agency, pull the average fan in the country, Pull the average media member in the country, and you say, what team goes crazy in free agency? I bet you they name Washington high on that list, when the fact of the matter is, over the last several years, they're not that team at all, really. They've made a couple of big moves. William Jackson they spent a bunch of money on. How'd that work out? You know, they made a splash on Curtis Samuel, same offseason. Obviously, Carson Wentz wasn't cheap. But if you really look at it, if you really want to peel back the numbers and dive into it. The teams that spend a lot, like the Jacksonvilles now, every offseason just putting up monster figures for players, spending a ton in the first day of free agency, they leave Washington in their dust. But people just can't wrap their head around this, and they've just never updated the fact that it's not that funny to make the joke from 2000 that the commanders are going to sign everybody. <laughs> I'm actually livid that they don't spend more money. I think that they have gone from botching free agency by spending poorly to the extreme now, which is not using free agency at times enough or or not being aggressive enough or active enough. But that is the first reason I think they always get linked to players like Lamar. It's frankly just, it's like people uh, woke up and 20 years went by and then they just haven't. Stopped using the same bad joke. I also think there's something to be said for last year, the commanders were running around screaming at everyone that they wanted a quarterback. Ron Rivera, the old riverboat Ron, was on every radio station, every TV station he could find at the Super Bowl, every radio and TV station he could find at the Combine, making the rounds, doing the media circuit, telling you we're getting a quarterback. Days of not having a QB are over in Washington, D.C. We tried to give the kid a shot initially. Didn't work out. I was Haskins who they inherited. We played the game with Alex Smith coming back from injury. We got by with Kyle Allen. We did the Taylor Heineke experience for a little while. No more. 
It's time to go get ourselves a starter. And they overturned every stone. They said they called everyone. They said they looked into everything. I know they offered three first-round picks for Russell Wilson, right? They, they kicked the tire supposedly on Jimmy Garoppolo, and he wasn't available because of the injury. Eventually, they make the Carson Wentz trade. He's no longer on the team. They spent $28 million. They gave up a two and a three, turned into a three and a three because he got hurt and didn't play enough to, to warrant a second-round pick. But here you go. That was a miss, okay? They swung and missed. But I do think maybe people saw last year how desperate and ravenous and hungry they were for a quarterback, and they assume, well, if they felt that way last year, they have to be feeling the same way now. They can't possibly last year have decided that Taylor Heineke wasn't good enough, and now they're just going to roll with Sam Howell. They must still want a quarterback. I liken this to... You're selling a jet ski, and you remember that last year one of your buddies from down the street wanted a jet ski. And you go, well, I should call him. He wanted a jet ski last year. And your wife says, yeah, but he already bought. Remember, they bought a jet ski last year, and the engine blew up. And he's like, yeah, so they, they probably want one now. So you call your buddy up, and you go, hey, man, I heard you wanted a jet ski last year. I got one right now. And the guy goes, yeah, I bought one last year. The engine blew up. And then you go, well, you need one. And he goes, no, I'm never buying a jet ski again. Jet skis suck. The engines always blow up. They wanted one last year. They got one, and it blew up in their face, and they don't want to do that anymore. People can't get this through their head, I don't think. They played the game. They lost in excruciating fashion. They should be embarrassed by what happened. I hope every single day they sit around before they start their day in a little powwow at the park, and they go, how bad was that what we did last year? Um, we gave up a 2, a 3, and $28 million for Carson Wentz. That was pretty crazy. We screamed at everyone that we knew better, and we didn't. <laughs> All right, let's go to work. They should do that every day. It was so bad what they did. It was so embarrassing. It was a terrible swing and miss. They've come out on the other side. You're trying to sell them a jet ski again. They don't want to do that again. What happens if you guarantee Lamar all of the money and he gets hurt in week four? Just like Fitzpatrick did in week one and Wentz did in week six. What happens if somehow, some way he's at odds with you and like at the end of this past season, you think he should be rehabbing faster and available and coming back and this thing's lingering and taking forever? His teammates were questioning why he wasn't playing. That was a very weird situation. Was it not? So I think people cannot convince themselves that after being in the market last year, they're just not anymore. That they've, I guess you could say, learned a lesson. That's that's what I'm saying this is. But you could say uh, got burned. You could say have just gone going in a different direction. I, I think people can't wrap their heads around that. And, which gets to the third and final point, why I think everyone wants the commanders to be in, in on Lamar Jackson and says that they should be. And all these columnists that are writing, here are the teams that should go after Lamar Jackson are going to include the commanders because they don't like Sam Howell. They don't think Sam Howell is good enough to be named a starter in March. They don't understand that Ron Rivera and this staff actually want to give this dude a shot, that they want to spend on their offensive line, spend on some talent around him. They've already got a great receiver group. 
I'll take the one through three here if they keep Samuel. I believe they will. McLaurin, Dotson, who's going to be a stud. He'll be McLaurin light. Samuel, who if used properly, see Carolina, when he was used by Turner, who couldn't do the same thing here for some reason inexplicably, could be a legitimate weapon. He was the ninth highest paid receiver in the NFL last year. Uh, didn't get anywhere near that production. But my hope is that Eric Bieniemy is a grown-up and an adult, and he can figure out how to make this work. But you got those three weapons. you got a good backfield. Kudos to them. Third-round pick Gibson. Third-round pick Robinson. They've got a good thing going. You add a pass catcher who can protect on third down to replace McKissick. you got a little something cooking there. I want a tight end. They don't want a tight end. We can discuss that another time. But they feel like Logan Thomas and their crew of young up-and-comers Bates is a blocker for me, a little too stiff, not going to have, have the wiggle after the catch that I need. But you get him in line in the line of scrimmage blocking. You got Cole Turner, who I think is an asset and a weapon, could be a, a mismatch, could really become something. Amari Rogers, the former quarterback, they gave some jet action end of rounds to. Like, they got some things at tight end that are intriguing. I'd like to solidify myself a 60-catch guy because I don't know if Logan Thomas can get back there, but they, they're comfortable with that. They think that Sam Howell not making any money is a good thing. And it is. See, here's what's funny. People look at this team right now and they go, there's just no way. They're not keeping Sam Howell. They're going to go get Derek Carr. How'd that work out? Well, They're going to be in on Aaron Rodgers. He's talking to the, the commanders today or the Jets? I can't remember. Sam Howell, the, the fifth-round pick, that the guy from uh, North Carolina with the bowl cut, right? The, the guy that uh, he's never eaten meat, yeah? The, the guy that uh, needs a haircut every time you see him. That guy, Sam Howell, North Carolina, that's the one? Yeah, him. The guy that costs 0.5% of the salary cap. 0.5. Lamar Jackson wants 26% of it. The guy they have wants 0.5% of it. Now, one of them is an MVP in 2019. The other has thrown 19 passes, okay? I'm not telling you Sam Howell's a stud or he's going to be. I have no idea. I don't know if he can play or not. I'll go one step further. I don't think they think, or I'll say this, I don't think they know if he can play or not. In fact, I know they don't because they didn't start him until week 18 of last year. And they were rolling with Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke over him until the final hours of the season. And then on Wednesday, didn't know who they were starting. They got no idea if he's good or not. And if they tell you they, that they're sure, I, I disagree. I don't think they know. Because if they're sure that he's good and he didn't play until week 18, then we all need to sit down and have a steak and just go and go our separate ways at this point. But whether he's good or not almost doesn't matter. What they are doing is smart. Jalen Hurts costs the Eagles no money. Until he gets his $50 million a year extension, he's the most valuable asset you can have in the National Football League. You have won the lottery. You went into 7-Eleven, you bought your ticket, and you just got a bunch of cash. It's a second-round pick, not even a first-round pick, not even that high-dollar money at the top of the draft board. It is a guy outside of the first round who makes no money, who is a quarterback that can win you football games. They want to see if Sam Howell can be that guy. And guess what? If he can't, what happens? You go 7-10, and you got that covered. So what? Been doing that already. You go 6-11 and or 5-12, and and you actually pick higher in a year where Caleb Williams is coming out. There's supposed to be a, a bevy of quarterback options at the top of the board. Cool. 
See, here's what I love about what they're doing with Sam Howell. And this is the part that I don't think Rivera or Mayhew or Herney prioritize or care about. But I do. And that is that if Howell does stink and or doesn't thrive this year, that's okay. Because if you're bad, the new GM will hire the coach that picks the next quarterback. And for pretty much the first time in my entire life, this organization, ideally with a new owner, will have an owner that empowers a GM that gets to choose a coach and a coach that then gets to choose his own quarterback. Unlike Jay Gruden inheriting Robert Griffin and Ron Rivera inheriting Dwayne Haskins, this is what happens in loser organizations. The Bears had to deal with this and others. You get the last team's guy, right? The Cardinals group comes in and they said, we're not playing Josh Rosen. We're drafting our own guy. If the the Howell thing doesn't go well, so what? Then the next group gets to start with a clean slate. Ownership on down. Now, that's a vision that, that doesn't bother me necessarily. Not to say I want that to happen. I'd love Howell to thrive. They win 12 games. Everyone keeps their job and gets raises and clanks glasses over at DC Prime and uh, have a parade at the end of next season. And Howell's the, the greatest story of all time. And they make it 30 for 30. That's my number one hope. Number two, though, is it's okay if it doesn't work out and you get a new group in here with a new quarterback and you you try again. But people just can't wrap their heads around nationally that they might actually want to play Sam Howe because they look at the fact that he was a fifth-round pick who has no experience and they go, (laughs) yeah, right, they're going to get a veteran. Him being a fifth-round pick with no experience is precisely why they're going with him. 0.5% of the cap. 46th among quarterbacks in cap number this year. I want to know why you think everyone keeps linking Lamar Jackson to the commanders. Notice I'm not asking you if you want to go get Lamar Jackson. I'm not playing that game right now, okay? Why can't these players ever be available and the commanders aren't the team that everyone thinks they're going to end up on? That's what I want to know. 800-636-1067. I also think the new ownership could have something to do with this. I'll get into that next on Grant and Danny here on The Fan. There's a sub place downtown in D.C. near the Navy Yard where we work. Makes a damn good chocolate chip cookie. What's with sub places making good cookies? Jersey Mike's. Strong cookie game. They have two types of cookies. They have the little guys. And then they have the big ones. Big ones, not as good. You want the little ones. An elite cookie. You know, why does everyone link the cookies to me all the time? I don't understand that. He eats because he's fat, and he's fat because he eats. Welcome back, Grant and Danny. Danny's playing pickleball. I'm just kidding. Danny is not able to speak today. He might actually be playing pickleball. What do you do when you're not able to work, but you're 100% healthy? You could be at a movie theater. That's what I would do. You could play pickleball. You don't even have to, you know, you take off from work or you take off from school because you're sick when you're not really. You have to kind of commit to the bit a little bit. You can't bump into your... 
your boss at the grocery store or something. But if you just don't have a voice and you can't do a radio show, you can do whatever you want to do. Wonder what Danny did with his day. I'd say we'd check in with him, but it would just be me asking questions and then you would just hear raspy nothingness on the other side of the line. Hopefully he's back tomorrow. Normally when he's out, something big breaks. Could this be what we need to get this sale across the finish line? That's what the masses are asking. I'm on Twitter, at Grant H. Paulson. I'm also on Instagram. Go get me a follow over on IG, won't you? At Grant H. Paulson over there. Occasional pictures of uh, my dog, food, movie tickets. Eh, That's about it. Might be some other stuff. Grant H. Paulson on Instagram. So we're trying to get to the bottom of why. This is mostly the national media. I would also say it's just a lot of football fans, commanders fans, fans of other teams. It seems like Washington's always linked to the Lamar Jackson superstar type free agent. All the evidence right now says we're innocent. We are innocent. We have an alibi. We weren't there. We were at a we were at a wedding. There's pictures of us dancing a hundred miles away. And everyone's going, I think they were there. It's the commanders. Why can't people understand they're not going after Lamar Jackson? I floated. A Geese don't update their files. They just remember the, the 2000 spending spree. And, and the notion in football is still, Dan Snyder's going to outpay everybody. Which hadn't been the case in 15 years, but whatever. They were desperate last year. They have to be desperate again. Even though I would make the case, they got burned and probably never want to do that again. And I do think there's something two people just can't quite wrap their head around that they are actually going to roll with Sam Howe. The last thing I didn't mention I'll address quickly and then we'll hit the phones is, And this one I would even give a little bit of credence to, very little bit. If a new owner comes in here in a month, Lamar Jackson's available, hasn't been traded post-draft. You're a brand new owner with a bunch of cash. You can make a splash. Is it possible that Tillman Fertitta or uh, Josh Harris or some other owner to be named later buys the team, they take over, and their first act, so to speak, is trading for Lamar Jackson. I guess I could see that a little bit, right? Where it's just like Ron goes, no, we got a plan here, okay? We really do. Our feet are where we are. Our feet are where we said they are. I'll draw you a map. And then the new owner says, listen, Ron, that's a good plan. Here's my plan. Asses in seats. Lamar Jackson, number eight, Washington Commanders. Brian Robinson, get him on the horn. He's changing his number. I guess I could see that. And if that's someone's argument, while it's not enough for me to say that they should be linked to him constantly, I can buy that one a little bit. But help this help, uh, help me make this make some sense. Let's go to Adam and Culpepper. How are you, buddy? What's up, man? Not too bad, man. Um, I, well, I think I don't think the national media has a real beat on. I don't think they understand the ins and outs and uh, what have you. I, I think I don't think they're ha ha like Hainsworth in us. I, I'm, I'm like we'll never forget, but I, I think they're like I think they've almost even forgot about Wentz, man. Like I, I think um, I think it's an easy like prediction, like you just mentioned with the owner. Uh, deal. I think that's like an easy take. Like, and, and if it just so happens to happen, 
then like you were right. But I, I don't think they have a, a, any clue what's going on down here. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of. So it's what, like what throwing darts, basically. Is. I mean, because that's kind of what they're doing in a way is they're looking at teams. Who's the starter? Who's under contract? And if the answer is, well, they don't have a proven quarterback and there's no one making a lot of money, then you could just put them into the Lamar Jackson category, I guess. And it might just be that simple. You're right, though, in terms of the, the, the owner thing I had brought up. Like, I, you could do any of that conspiracy theory thinking that you want. I mean, one of the things I heard someone say, and I just kind of laughed at and never thought again, was, well, supposedly the owners are not giving out this Lamar Jackson contract because they all have decided they're not going to get into the business of doing these long-term $50 million fully guaranteed Deshaun Watson-esque deals, right? The big bad C word, collusion. That's what everyone's alleging is going on and that there's possibly some text message chain or some meeting where all the phones were left outside where they discuss this. That's the big allegation. I'm not buying or necessarily thinking it's true, but if that happened, so to speak, you could say Dan Snyder could, if he's getting forced out, Give them one last flip of the bird and just give Jackson that guaranteed contract to come to Washington, and now they all have to wear it, just like they all are mad at Haslam and the Browns for doing it with Watson. Again, I think there are so many hoops you have to jump through and things that need to be signed off on that that is not a thing. That's not reality. That's fantasy football. It's it's just a tinfoil hat theory. But it's the type of crap that people are throwing out there to say Jackson could end up in Washington. And we're all just supposed to sit here and nod and go, yeah, good point. Snyder, right before he sells, could sign the contract and make Jerry Jones mad. Hmm. (laughs) Just sell already. Like, I'm so tired of all this stuff. Kevin in Upper Marlboro, how are you? Hey, my man, Grant. I'm doing good, thanks. Yeah, I I think that... What it is is that people expect Lamar to come here because historically the Redskins are known for making that big splash. You think of John Hall, RG3, Joe Gibbs, Deion Sanders, Mike Barrow, Albert Hainsworth, Steve Spurrier, Joe Gibbs, Santana Moss, Bruce Smith. We even got Ron Rivera against yeah, all of Yeah, but Kevin, everybody here. you just named, bro, was between 2000 and 2004. That's, set, that's, that's 19 years ago. But what about Ron Rivera? Why did He's Ron not a come big name? Uh, he had any team he could choose from to go to I that was know. a lot less dysfunctional than this. They would have loved Ron. Well, but he chose I'll say here. this, Kevin. He's the only th- we're the only place that gave him the power. I don't think he would have gotten that anywhere else. Coming off of a you know, a thirty three percent winning record rate, three out of nine years in Carolina, no Super Bowls, one appearance. Uh, he hadn't strung together winning seasons very often. He wasn't going anywhere else to be the president, the GM, and the head coach, in my opinion. They paid the loser tax. They got him over the other teams that might have been interested because instead of answering to a GM, they said you get to be your own GM. That's my opinion. Okay, no, I think I think that's fair. But you also have to think that it's not outrageous to think that the reason that the national pundits are saying, hey, you know, watch out for Washington and grab Lamar is based on our past history. Can you agree to that? Yeah, that was my original take. And my point is, that's silly. That history's 20 years old. Like, you referenced Rivera from a few years ago. I don't, I don't think that's the same thing. Rivera's not, 
I wouldn't think one of the highest paid coaches in the NFL. Maybe he's in the top half because he's, you know, a couple of years in or whatever. And he, he had a nine year run before this and he's well respected and he's a good man and he's you know, he's a legitimately uh culture building decent person. So, you know, he's deserving of some cash, no doubt. But I don't think it's the same to say they hired a, a coach for a second job and that means that they're still the team that lands all the big fish. It That means they were a player for Russell Wilson or Rodgers last year. Like, they're not in on that stuff. Even if they want to be, they can't get in. But from a money standpoint, they have occasionally made little splashes. And the Wentz deal, that, that's different. That's a trade. But, like, in free agency... I normally am sitting here just kind of waiting and going, really? Can we be aggressive? Did we learn nothing from the Rams going and getting Stafford from the Bucks making the Brady thing happen? Like, you want to win a championship, push some chips in, man. The Eagles are, are in good shape and trade for A.J. Brown on draft night. Like, where is my aggressiveness? I, I just don't think they do that very often anymore. But if you're asking, it's... Could it just be because of the past? I think it's 100% because of the past. I was not graduated from high school when they started to turn a page on how they were doing all that stuff. When do we get to stop? It's almost like, I'll give you a good comp. When I was a little kid, I was insufferable to compete against in like board games and stuff. And, like, my brothers and my sisters would get upset because I would cheat or I would, if they're beating me, like, I would throw the, you know, I would throw the controller or turn off the game or whatever. Like, I was just annoying and a lot to deal with. To this day, when we get together, if we're playing a game, my sister goes, hey, Grant, don't cheat or, you know, whatever. Like, hey, if you're losing, don't turn off the game. I'm 34 now, man. I got two kids. I don't care about guess who, okay? But, like, she still does the bit because when we were seven, your boy guessed it was Philip with glasses because I had like a mirror in the background and I was looking. Move along. Enough. It's been a long time since Fat Albert Ainsworth got a hundred million bucks. Why can't people understand that that Ron is not in on Lamar? That's my question. That's the what I want answers to from you guys. 800 636 1067 Or maybe you're one of the people with the tinfoil who thinks they are gonna be in. You can make that case for me. I'll try to debunk it right here on The Fan. No, Danny, I'm Grant. This is The Fan taking you up to 6.30 tonight on your flagship home for the Nats and the Caps. It won't be long. Before we are taking you up to Charlie and Dave in the evenings. Just a few blocks away. Walked by Nats Park today. The calm before the storm. Everything was quiet on a chilly March day. Opening day. Three weeks from tomorrow. And the Nationals do not score. Darius. He's a nice guy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Charlie You're, said it. I didn't say it. Charlie you said are it. a nice man. You wouldn't know it always based on some of the soundboard. But you're a nice man. You got to get one that says the Nationals score a bunch. Three runs in one game. Ooh, I might have to go back to like 2019 for that. The unthinkable. Remember where you are so you can remember where you were when the Nationals strung together three straight hits. 
Could be a long summer, but baseball's baseball. It is. I like baseball. Can't wait to get back out to the yard with the fellas. Uh, We're talking Lamar Jackson. I don't get why the commanders are being linked to him as extensively as they are. Why are they? Is it as simple as people just don't think they're really going to roll with Sam Howell? Is that all this is? Charles is in Hampton. What's up? You're on Grant and Danny. Yeah, how you doing today? I'm good. I think the people are still stuck in the past, number one. Because ever since the back in the Deion Sanders, Bruce Smith days, they've, with some people, they've never been able to shake the image of it. If you want to get paid, whether you can play or not, go to Washington. Right. And I, me personally, it, it makes no sense. I think Ron and the current regime are trying to build something that they can say that they did, that they put together. And I think Sam Howe is kind of the key to it because I thought he was the best quarterback coming out of training camp last year. Well, there's something to be said, Charles, for, again, the national perception of Howe being that he's just this fifth-round pick that's thrown 19 passes and the commander's opinion of him and maybe even the reality, which is that, yeah, he was drafted in the fifth round, but a lot of teams had third and fourth-round grades on him. I talked to someone with the team last night, not Washington, who said they had a third-round grade on Sam Howell. Third round. And, in fact, that they were interested at one point in maybe grabbing him after he'd fallen to the fourth round. They obviously went in a different direction. But he is not your prototypical fifth-round pick. If he was drafted in the third round, how different would what they're doing be? They'd be the Falcons, basically. Desmond Ritter finished last year. Right now, they're expected to start the season with Desmond Ritter. Now, I think there's a chance that they draft a quarterback. They could trade up. But nobody thinks it's insane that they would want to see what Desmond Ritter, who played a lot at Cincinnati, has. Howell was excellent North Carolina in his second-to-last college season. Loses a bunch of weapons. Becomes a run-first-type quarterback. Runs for 100 yards seven times. Wasn't like he was good at Old Dominion, with all due respect to my guy Taylor Heineke. He was really good in the ACC in a power conference. So if, if you just want to dismiss him as a fifth-rounder and fifth-rounders are never good, I, I just think you're missing some context. Well, let, let's say he went in the third round. How often are third-rounders good? Is it is it a better chance? Is he worth kicking the tires on? I mean, is it okay if, if you start a Desmond Ritter or obviously a couple of the other third-rounders who either got hurt or, or didn't succeed, so they're not in positions to start this coming year. But I think a lot of the view of Hal is just based on where he was drafted. Go to Ralph in D.C. on Grant and Danny. Hey, Ralph. Hey, what's going on, y'all, man? Thanks for getting my call. You I bet. Think they keep link- I think they keep linking them to us because, man, that'll be a, a great move because he's a mobile quarterback, and we got running backs, and we got wide receivers. And if that was to happen, I don't want it to happen because I really like I like how. But if it was, man, we pay off bounds. <laughs> So wait, so so you you would rather have Sam Howell than Lamar? Honestly, yeah. Hmm. Honestly, yes. And the reason, let me tell you why I said, because he coming off that PCL, whatever that injury is, we not even sure where he at right now. That's a good point. We haven't seen him play at the end of last season, so that is interesting to me, right? It. Because it's not as simple as Hal versus Jackson. Okay, let's just admit that. I see people that are 
flabbergasted by the idea that anyone could rather want to roll with Sam Howell at no money than Lamar Jackson at his cost. And they're acting as if you're just choosing in a vacuum Howell, who's thrown less than 20 passes and played one time, over Jackson, who was the MVP of the league in 2019. And that's just not the case. Like, you're not choosing a uh, crappy beater of a car with 300,000 miles on it over a brand-new Corvette. You're saying, I'd rather drive this car than the Corvette if the Corvette costs me so much money that I also have to live out of it. So that's actually how you have to pose it. And now you've got me a little bit curious just from a fan base standpoint, which would be Howell at no money or Jackson at all the money. Howell and you keep your two first-round picks and you don't have to pay the guaranteed 50-ish million dollars a year. You're taking up 0.5% of the cap as opposed to the 25% or so that Lamar Jackson would take up. You know, I, I always promise myself I'm not going to say, do you want Lamar Jackson? But I actually think this is kind of a, a worthwhile, fair, cerebral way to go about this. Just to see, are you in it for the flashy potential star? Or do you like the way forward for the commanders and what they're planning on doing here? So we, we could pose that. I think we could dive into that at 800-636-1067. Wouldn't have to hold our noses too bad on that. What about, do you like the idea of finding out what Howell is at almost no money over bringing in the former MVP Jackson from four seasons ago, mind you, who's a much better player, obviously, a much better version of what Howell is, but it would just cost so much. Would you trade the two ones and all that money for Jackson, or would you rather just do what they're doing with Sam Howe? I think that's a fair question to ask. 800-636-1067. Grant and Danny taking you up to 630. We'll set the table for the sports night ahead in D.C. and otherwise right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 